0: From the weekly Blink, I'm Jane Maroon. This is Blink 2.0. What's happening with the COVID situation in the US? With the vaccines, new variants, and are the falling cases a trend that will last? It's Sunday, January 31st. Let's talk about it. So let's look at what's happened so far. The graph has been weird actually. Looking at it compared to the graph of Europe, for example, we both started with approximately the same rate of infection until we suddenly had a huge spike in cases compared to Europe's calm line, which again was quite flat compared to not only the US but the rest of the world. President Trump had an interesting response. Keep new cases from entering our shores. We will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. This is the most aggressive and comprehensive effort to confront a foreign virus in modern history. We're in great shape compared to other places. Uh, we are in really good shape. Yeah. No, I don't take responsibility at all. It's all over the world. It's incredible. What's- well, the first statement he made was, we have it totally under control. It's only one person coming from China. It's gonna be just fine. On January 24th he thanked China and its efforts to keep the virus contained. Four days later, Mr. Trump's security advisor said this will be the biggest national security threat you face in your presidency. It's gonna be the roughest thing you face. And stuff like that which again was totally different to what his security advisors and advisory department said four days before. Following up on February 10th, Mr. Trump stated, I think the virus is gonna be fine. And with this, he continued giving us hope and messages such as, It's like a flu or it's gonna disappear. By November, the US had over 9 million cases, and the US death toll came up to 270,000. Nine days later, we had 10,000 deaths, and by December 7th, we had 280,000 people dead. December 22nd was when we hit 320,000. And so on and so on until today. Well, actually, the 19th of January, the U.S. death toll reached 400,000. The situation wasn't getting better until suddenly, a few days ago, the number of cases started to drop for being exact that's that's around January 26 now the situation wasn't getting better if not it was getting worse much worse and then suddenly we have this huge drop in cases now there's a key difference between a drop in cases and a lower number of cases what I mean by that is when we take when we talk actually about a lower number of cases we mean that there's lower amounts of testing which in turn turn means less accurate results and less tests to show positive cases while a drop in cases means high numbers of testing like we see in all these uh, periods of travel and lower positive cases and again Going back to what we said about those spikes in cases, we saw three things. We saw that all those huge spikes and surges in cases in the graphs were during two periods. A. In Thanksgiving, Americans wanted to go see their family, and so they were taking tests to travel, right? Then, B. In Christmas, when everyone wanted to travel again, that also created a spike in the graphs so what we see with these spikes is there's always a steady decline after that moment when people don't do as many tests and we don't get an accurate look at what we're actually experiencing. After President Biden went into office, we've really seen a steady decline in cases while we're having a steady rise in testing, which as you can imagine is a great thing. One of the first things President Biden did was change... Uh, the accessibility of tests so now people well tests are much cheaper and people are now going and well really taking more tests and that's really as you can imagine a great thing. And We see that from state to state basically every state except Rhode Island is in a steady decline. Okay so we've established that we're in a steady decline, which is comforting, but we've got to realize that we a third that we have a third of the country that is infected. Looking at the total number, that's twenty five million cases, and with some estimation and pointers, the number of total infections is around estimated number of one hundred to one hundred ten million. That's a huge number. Well, that including asymptomatic infections, which, again, is about a third of the country. A whole third. In any population, when a third of the country is totally infected, we start questioning many things. Well, first off, we now have more knowledge of this virus and what's happening, which means we can see that the virus isn't going to stop one day, but this might be the beginning of it slowly and gradually slowing down uh, and infecting less people and two, if we take a bunch of people in a shop but a th- third of all of them are now immune to it so it can't just continue infecting more and more people as it did when most people were prone to be more susceptible to it. Fortunately whole immunity thing has killed many people. A few months ago we reached a point where there was literally nothing epidemiologists, high-ranking professionals and people could do. Our response? We considered reaching something called herd immunity. That's letting it run loose and infect people so that we all got infected and we reached immunity. We did that. The thing was this virus wasn't and still isn't, something like the flu. And we decided to let it rip. Let it run it was 400,000 deaths. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Welcome. So before the small break, we were talking about the way that the actual virus infects and what's happening with the virus so far. Let's talk about what popped up on the radar so far. Looking at what these mutations, shall we say, are, the way that the virus protein folds, which in turn changes the shape of the protein once it's fully formed. So. Now we have this, these three new variants, and looking at them, we ask the question, are they more contagious? With the US's 400,000 and rising death toll, what we really should be asking is, are they more lethal? We first discovered the new UK virus, that the reason it's so controversial with that statement so quickly and with not enough evidence really. The other two if able to counter the vaccine and be sort of immune to it might really be much more lethal That's the other thing with these new variants if they are immune to the virus to to, excuse me to the vaccine does that mean that this will stay longer will they become the new coronavirus and become uh, make uh, will make sorry to make 2021 a repeat of 2020, with all our economical breakdowns and with the new vaccines not being put out yet? Will we have to restart the whole process of finding the recipe, if you can so call it, to the vaccine? And all these questions are really putting all of our minds, uh, ideas, and hopes for 2021 and in turn 2022 as well, at risk. scariest part is if this virus becomes our new way of living, will it overtake our lives? Will it become the new norm? Will we get used to walking around in masks, um, go and take social distancing all the time, no more handshakes, no more coming close to people, uh, the aviation business is done for, so no more flying, and uh, you know, this virus just takes over the world? That's what we've got to be worrying about. If we take a closer look at what I just said, we can see that the lethality of these new variants isn't the Black Death scenario, it's not a plague that's gonna kill us all today. It has a slightly more lethal design, shall we say, than the COVID variant. And as well as that, it works slightly, again, slightly better at uh, not working. Or working against the vaccine. And now with these lower positive COVID cases and the calming down of the whole situation and higher testing, it gives us time to prepare for if any of this happens. And as well as that, hospitals have already been built for uh, COVID. You can see in Europe, in Russia, in uh, Canada, and even in the US, we already have so many hospitals built exactly for COVID with so many ventilation devices and then and ventilation devices are still being built and built more and more and production is coming out much quicker now. We've sort of gone through this already. So hopefully we can overcome that. Now let's list the viruses that are in activity today. We have Four real countries that are having this new type of variant or virus, the UK various uh, variant, as we already talked about, South African type, Brazilian variant, or actually excuse me a few days ago. Um, and finally, the new sort of under investigation surge in California, it could be a new American variant. We'll speak about that a bit later. The officially recognized name for the UK variant is called B. One One Seven, and was found in Kent and London. It's been spreading rapidly right now through Denver. Now we have some very few cases of it here in the U.S., so we have to control our airports and people who are coming in even more. We already talked about that controversial statement Prime Minister Boris Johnson also made about it being more lethal, but from what is easily transmitted will the vaccine work on it from scientific facts something called uh, trait of the vaccines can work against this new variant the variants have a modified spike protein and that spike protein it's not actually a spike protein it's just illustrated like that in articles and in medical journals and so with that we see that it's just slightly more effective than some other variants that we have right now the vaccine is slightly more effective on this um, new variant compared to other variants uh, and that's at neutralizing by the way so now for the South African variant which is called 501y.v2 the main change is that it seems to affect younger people. So that's children, teenagers, and young adults that made a surge of infections and hospitalizations across South Africa. It's been identified in more than two dozen countries, some of which are Canada, Australia, and Israel, but not in the US, surprisingly. It's actually quite similar to the UK virus in its strain or transplantability. It was found in October, and announced in December, although most articles and news were already long into January. We haven't found evidence to it being more lethal, but it has been shown to be more resistant to antibody therapy, so to people who have already had the virus. Again we ask the question, is the vaccine a- answer is not really. A statement by fame Fauci said, In January, explains what is the one from the Republic of South Africa is a little bit more complicated because it overlaps a bit with the mutation in the UK, but it is a little bit more complicated because some of those mutations might have a negative impact on the efficacy of some of the monoclonal antibodies that are used. So we're looking into that very carefully. So, to recap what he just said, The variant is not as reactive to the vaccine as much as the main virus, if you can say so. Sounds scary, but not the end. The reason why it's not really working is because of the different way the spike protein of this virus is different to the main spike protein of the usual virus. Meaning that the antibody, so the thing that's trying to neutralize the spike, doesn't work as effectively as it should okay we've said that all that has to be said about the South African type let's move on to the new Brazilian variant officially named P1 simply it was discovered in Brazil mainly in the countries of in the country's capital Rio de Janeiro we've seen cases in Peru Germany South Korea and Japan. And on January 25th, we had our first COVID case of the new variant in the U.S. So, looking at if the vaccine works on it, again, the answer is not really. It's also more transmittable, but we don't know if it's really more lethal. As we were talking about that spike protein, it again affects that. Uh, it again affects how effective the vaccine. The vaccines neutralizing antibody is on it but again it's come out so early that we can't really say anything about it. Moderna made a statement about how they are modifying their vaccine to make it more effective to this specific variant so looking at it from that perspective it seems like we might have a vaccine for it very soon. Now, finally, moving on to that Californian variant, we see that it was originally called the Denmark variant. It's been found in Northern California, and that's what made that huge surge in cases happen a few days ago. It's become so abundant in California that it was sort of lost in Denmark. So, we now, not officially of course, call it the Californian variant. Its official name is L. 452R. This variant is also better at attacking the lungs as it connects deeper into the material of our lungs. So the material, I mean the exterior part of our lungs. So that means it encrypts itself into our lungs and digs deeper. Not more lethal, just harder to get rid of. So here's the final verdict. The new vaccines are coming out soon and with the new types of viruses we see Moderna, Innovio, and BioNTech-Pfizer making the most vaccines for COVID right now. And with that, Moderna stated that they're making that new type of vaccine for the Brazilian South African variants. President Biden made more possibilities for testing for better data as we spoke about at the beginning and with the new U.S. surveillance for the new variants. We seem to be pretty safe. Hopefully, nothing extreme will happen, and with the direction we see ourselves heading in, I think that won't happen. Today's episode was brought to you from the Weekly Blink. That's it for Blink 2.0, I'm Jane Maroon, see you next week.